0: Welcome to the weekly hijack. Hello. So this episode tonight's was called Meet Kevin Johnson, and uh, it was not a happy-go-lucky
1: oh. meeting greet but in any way. I remember some of it, but I forgot just how brutally depressing it was for Michael.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's and the ending is kind of frustrating too. But we'll tackle one of these things at a time. So um, I get so this episode we saw Michael's flashback of what he's been doing since he got off the island and it's just one flashback like one long extended basically that's the most we got some stuff on island stuff at the beginning and at the end of the episode and most of the episode is this long flashback which really i was thinking about over the course there's a very small window time frame for all this to happen in yes like basically it must have all happened in season three and not just season three but like because Tom was pretty much with the others at the Dharma Zoo camp Island, mm-hmm. whatever the off-island is. I forget what the other one is, the smaller one. Yeah. For a, a lot of the whole Cages episode, which was probably like, what, a week or so? Yeah. So yeah, it had to happen before the sub got blown up, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So in that time, Michael came back. I guess he at some point he told Walt about what had happened and Walt didn't was so upset he didn't want to see him anymore. Uh, and then he So yeah, I mean I guess there's there's a time frame. It's just like I it's, feel like season three was only like maybe a month. Yeah. And in that period of time
1: A lot happened.
0: A lot happened. <laughs> Not only for Michael to do all that stuff but for them to get find out more information about the freighter and, and basically create a whole cover
1: story for Michael to be able to get on the the freighter. Well, I wonder. I mean, the freighter their their intelligence for the freighter and stuff could have started way before that. I mean, there's probably people offline working on that since the moment the crash happened.
0: Well, okay, that's probably true. Now
1: getting Michael a alibi and all that. That yeah, but maybe they just had alibi set up for whoever could get to do it. Yeah. I mean,
0: and I guess the whole reason that you, why choose Michael rather than some other random others is because
1: Michael would have less less of a profile, maybe. Probably that. I mean, he wasn't eight fifteen person, so yeah, I should know that. But I wonder. also, I mean, Michael's going to be dedicated at the very least. But yeah, he's he's disconnected. He's he's disconnected. He and he's. I mean, it makes sense the the motivation they give him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it seems like Ben might have wanted someone a little bit more reliable than a guy on the verge of suicide yeah but i don't know that's that's some of my it's excusing yeah it's
1: it's a episode that yeah i mean you need it but yeah trying to fit it in it probably technically works but it's probably you're probably not supposed supposed to think too much
0: about it yeah
2: (laughs) i suppose although i've one um, phenomenon in the real world is that predators prey on the vulnerable and those without a support system yeah and uh it's been shown ben has succeeded in manipulating <laughs> michael before yeah so it might have had something to do with that too michael mm-hmm. was especially vulnerable and especially manipulatable
1: well and they know from last time that he'll do if if he if he has the right motivation he'll do whatever it takes yeah i mean they he showed that and i guess it's possible too they considered it something
0: of a suicide mission so they didn't necessarily want to sacrifice one of their own followers. Although, I don't know, you know, Patchy and Miss Clue were willing to die pretty yeah. quickly to get well, I'm not sure secrets. all the
1: others, I'm not sure how many of them go off island for one. Oh. That's you know, I think, I I have a feeling that the people who end up at the temple are not the same people who leave island. Mm, that's probably true. Yeah, I think you really have, like, the, the religious others and you have the Ben, like, network others. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Richard. Who's, who's something of an in-between. Yeah, he's everything.
0: Yeah.
1: He has time. <laughs> he has plenty of time. So, okay, real quick. So, Michael tries to commit suicide, and the island won't let him. A little thing in the connection, I re- don't remember when I made this or I read it somewhere, but in the season three, Jack tries to commit suicide, tries to jump off the bridge, and it fails. Oh, You know, in the future, you know, in the flight's forward, he he tries Uh, to jump off the bridge, and there's a car accident, and he doesn't. It's just an interesting thing that the island, if they have something left for you, if it has something left for you, yeah, finds ways to to keep you around, keep you around. So
0: we we kind of started launching into discussion of this, but I forgot to get some some input from our newbie. What did you think? What were your overall impressions of this episode?
2: Uh. (laughs) Oh. Oh boy! <laughs> that was painful,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: From Michael being in such a sad, sad state of being to Alex being left so completely alone and afraid, mm-hmm. her boyfriend dying, and her recently met mother also being zapped in
1: mm-hmm
0: uh yeah let's let's go ahead and jump to that since we're on the subject of that ending. Uh, well, in the beginning, too. like I remember being conflicted whether about Ben's motivations about sending Alex away and whether it was for the best or not. Because, I mean, it didn't turn out very
1: well. Yeah, I, sure. think I, I read it. Again, I have the context of... Hindsight. Hindsight. But I read that he's legitimately saying so. And I think they meant to in this when when Alex is like, no, one thing my dad wants is for me not to get hurt. Uh-huh. And I think that's true Ben. Like Like, real, not... Manipulative Ben, I think it just unfortunately end up very badly.
0: Yeah, I remember also being very frustrated with. I mean, it's it's dramatic, but it's feeling very frustrated. This is how Rousseau's story. Yeah, no, ends. I agree with that. It's just, mm. I mean, we've seen Rousseau since the be- first season. She's been an important character, and she kind of just get, becomes target spotter. So
1: one of the right. So this episode I noticed was written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Michael K. Vaughn. Now, if my memory serves, Elizabeth Sarnoff was one of the writers in wait, wait, the- wait,
0: Michael Kavon, Brian. Brian,
1: sorry, thank you. Brian Kavon. Thank you. From my memory, and then again, someone could double check me on this, but Elizabeth Sarnoff also wrote Two for the Road. Oh, really? Yeah. Which mm. is the one where Michael shoots Libby and-, and Lucia. Uh-huh. So she must I mean, I'm reading between li- let that's assuming I write that she doesn't mind just shock deaths. If if I if my memory serves of uh, the correct writer, mm, I don't
0: yeah I don't know for certain. I mean I imagine I feel like too this may have been accelerated a little bit because of the shortened season. I, I do
1: think if we had more time, we would have had
0: another a longer send off. Yeah, like we might have had might have had a Rousseau flashback. I remember that there was talk of there being a Rousseau flashback at some point. We get kind of one. Well, when later we do see more of her get to fill in more of her backstory yeah i mean we know some of it based on what she's told us but actually getting to see it is another matter yeah but yeah it's it's just yeah it's a shame because it's it's just so quick and sudden and not very satisfying it is interesting i mean well i mean any character death is satisfying i guess it's charlie's because it was meaningful yeah but still narratively wise it just feels like incomplete and frustrating
1: and I think I do think the the shortened fourth season has has to do with some of that. I would agree with that. There's just so much that the guy get done, mm-hmm. um, and it is it is such a shame, shame too because like it's kind of interesting to see
0: Danielle all cleaned up and mm-hmm. with her daughter, and and we hardly get any time of that of her not being crazy jungle person. Yeah, like there's an interesting scene where like the very be- actually the very first scene where they're just all in the room kind of staring at each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. They're all, a lot of them are staring at Ben, but Rousseau is there just as if she's part of the whole series.: Yeah, I know. It's kind of fun. And we hardly get any time of that when they kill her off. But I feel like we should also take this time to kind of note that Mira Furlin, I think that's how you say your name, mm-hmm. who played Rousseau, actually sadly just passed away about a week ago. When Of recording this. Of recording this, yes. Um, date of recording this. Don't really know the details of how she passed away, but she was 65. So yeah, that's sad. We we've admired her as Rousseau, but of course, also on Babylon Five, she played Delenn, which is just yeah.
1: She, I don't can't imagine anyone else playing Delenn. Yeah, just perfect. She,
0: she was fabulous on Babylon Five one of one of the best characters, and uh, and also Delenn is your your dog's middle name. That's is, true. Is, yes. is, is named after <laughs> her. It sounded it sounded good. L- middle name Lenova Delenn. <laughs> so anyway, but sad to see Mir- Mirful and pass away, but she blessed some of our favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. The two shows that we've talked about here are the weekly <laughs> I exactly. Um So yes, rest in peace.
1: So uh, what was interesting... Uh, can I jump back to Michael? Yeah, go ahead. Watching this time, what I think was so interesting about Michael's story is just how much... Again, it is brutal to watch, but how much that they played off the guilt of, you know, him killing those two people. And mm-hmm. he just... He's just this tortured, guilty soul the whole time. And there's a lot of that played, but that's, there's really not that much dialogue for his internal. I mean, there's a lot of internal acting going on. Mm-hmm. And it's very effective, I think. I think, as a Michael Fleischback and as a kind of a, a tortured, kind of twisted redemption story, it's pretty compelling stuff. I mean, it's yeah, super awful. I mean, because it's just, <laughs> a, I mean, he gets whole, you know, he wanted to save his son, and now he can't, he has no connection to his son. Mm hmm. And he's just – man, that conversation between him and Ben is just – Wicked. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a
0: very good and important in some ways fallout episode mm-hmm. of dealing with the guilt of what he done. Interestingly, guilt was something that happened on the island as opposed to most of our flashback stories being – or you know, dealing with the guilt of being about stuff that happened off-island yeah. or, well, I guess in flash-forwards is kind of <laughs> some other kind of guilt there about on-island stuff. But still. Yes, I, I concur. And then that conversation with Ben, we didn't ask you to kill
1: those people. That's and, on you. Yeah, I just remember being like, Arr. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's hearing from Ben is particularly frustrating. Well,
0: especially since that whole speech about like I'm not, we're not going to kill innocent lives. Yeah, I don't believe that. That's that is bull. <laughs> like he's been so willing to kill survivors just to to get what yeah. he wants. Like, that's a, that is completely laying on the guilt trip. Yeah. But the lists. More lists, guys. Yeah. We love lists. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing about why they chose Michael to do this. Well, I mean, I guess the the freighter people probably didn't, like, look, study all the, the Flight 815 people. They probably didn't know themselves how, which survivors were no. on the plane. I'm trying to remember if they knew any of the people who were... I'm trying to remember if Naomi recognized people when they saw... When I think, saw I think they knew names. I don't know if he knew... Faces, I don't remember. How, yeah. yeah, I guess we don't know. I mean, if they had recognized Michael earlier, you would have thought they said so. Unless we'll see what the captain, uh, yeah, see, here. I can't
1: remember what the captain says about this. I had forgotten that
0: last scene completely. Yeah, so we'll see. Like, Said brings Michael in and says, like, This is guys
1: at that but does the captain already know? That's what I'm trying and to I'm doubting. I, I believe Widmore put the plane down, but we've only seen evident, random evidence from both sides claiming each other. Yeah. My memory is that Widmore put it down, but I don't know. My mem- memory is that it was Woodmore too. Yeah, but we'll see if there's like more detail about that. This did this episode did remind me that all lost finales end with uh, things blowing up. <laughs> a lot of them do, anyway. Yeah, so I think they all do. Season, season one, we had a hatch
0: and then the raft. I guess. Yeah. Season two, the hatch itself. <laughs> season three.
1: There was a lot of dynamite set up. Okay, well, there were some campsites getting and blown up. And then now there's season four, which uh, there is um, something else is going to get blown up. No, there's C4 running there, around now. There is C4,
0: yes, on the on the boat. We'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, if it if it gets blown up. Nothing tops season five, though. <laughs> That's true. They keep, <laughs> they keep increasing the size of the bombs, don't <laughs> they? they? Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, Janelle. <laughs> Just We'll just say Jughead and leave it there. <laughs> so yeah, this was kind of a rough episode to, to watch, even knowing what things that were going to happen. But yeah, those those Libby cameos, those are very creepy.
1: And effective. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> Anything else you missed?
2: This was one of the most straightforward Lost episodes <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> That's true. And, uh, I guess it had to be, or the format had to be straightforward because Ben's manipulating was twist enough. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. and my best i guess i bet if they had more time they would have spread it out but there's just so much flashback to get in you can't mm-hmm. show much on
0: yeah well i mean you're basically catching up what one
1: character was doing over the course of an entire season and he season was yeah I mean, you need all that time to play out the emotions and why I would do it and mm-hmm. man kimi that's a big buff guy you know you know Talk, oh, we're target do, practice we're, we're doing shoot we're shooting stuff and like and suddenly Michael's like, okay, we're blowing this ship up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not
0: good. This guy does not seem nearly as friendly as that uh, uh, Mr. Hawaiian shirt guy. Yes. <laughs> Which, I love, why is Frank wearing a Hawaiian shirt on this boat? <laughs> you know, some people Some people just, that's all they wear. Like. I, I guess so. It's funny. He's great. But, all, right, all right. running long enough. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Hijack. Be sure to stay tuned for more of season four of Lost. And see what fun, exciting escapades we will have next. Oh, boy. Yay. I think the next episode is... uh, The The Shape shape of of Things to Come. Yep, yep. I think I remember what happens there. Fun times. Until next time, (laughs) this is Tim. (laughs) This is Nick. Bye-bye.